Welcome to church. Why don't we stand together? The service has started. There's an opportunity this morning for us to experience the fullness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There's an opportunity this morning for us to touch something real in heaven. There's an opportunity for us right here, right now, right in this room, for us to encounter the living God. And it doesn't matter how many times you've done that. It doesn't matter um, if you've been doing this for 30 years or 30 seconds. The opportunity to touch heaven, the opportunity to encounter God, the opportunity to meet Him is the same for all of you. All of us have the same opportunity to encounter God right now. And so the first thing we do, Lord, we say this morning, we let go and we lay down any sort of blockage, I believe, that says I'm unable to come and encounter my God. I let that go this morning. Even in myself, I say, whatever level there is of that there, I identify that and I say I let go of it because I believe that there's an opportunity for me to encounter you. Now that that's been said, I... If that starts to come up in you once again, if that starts to kind of pick away at you at any moment today, remember what we just did. Remember that we just prayed. This can't affect me. I don't believe that. I choose today to encounter God. Well, why? You see, if Jesus... didn't conquer death, then there would be no point to this. If it didn't go to heaven and sit down and be with the Father, there would be no point of this. But the fact is that He did do those things. He did overcome, and He did go and encounter the Father. Let's join together and pray for a minute. God is tr- He wants us to encounter Him right from the get-go this morning. And I know it's sometimes weird rolling in at 10 o'clock and like, oh, I'm still kind of waking up. But there's an opportunity this morning and I want as many people as possible, everybody, I would love everybody to encounter God in a significant way this morning. God, we pray. We cry out to you this morning. We say we want to touch something real. We desire something real. Reality TV just doesn't cut it. We want to touch you. We desire to lay hold of your robe. We want to lay hold of the foundation of your throne this morning. You have conquered sin and death. You have conquered the grave. 
and we exalt you and we bless your majesty you have overcome and we enter into the reward we enter into the victory we enter into the triumph of you we desire to touch you this morning and we will not relent we will not let go until we do until we see you face to face let's lift up our voices just sing he's overcome he has overcome we exalt you we lift our voice and we say that we are the gatekeepers you have placed within us the authority to open up the gates in the earth and the level of glory which is to pour from heaven you have given control to your people to open it or to close it so this morning we say we will open up the gates there is none like our God Holy Spirit Holy Spirit oh great helper us to make the sound that the king requires to come help us to hear the sound of heaven help us to stand in faith and release the sound and the glory from above we rely on you Holy Spirit to open up something in ourselves so that we might open something in the earth we lean on you we say come and take over there it is there so often we want to control how the gates are opened we want to control how the release of glory is from our mouth but the Holy Spirit is the one that needs to be given control because there is a requirement You see, Jesus will not come back to the earth if it is not ready. He will not march down a carpet that is not red. And so he's placed the Holy Spirit in the earth that we might be able to join with him and prepare the coming of the King. This is now where we start to release our voices. This is where we start to release our sound. Sound comes from within. It's created within a body, yet it comes out and it affects things in the atmosphere. Even scientifically, once sound is coming out, waves are being produced in the atmosphere. And so sound and releasing of sound is critical for the riding 
of Jesus on the white horse. We must release a sound. The gatekeepers call from the walls and say, open the gates. They stand there and watch, and they watch as dignitaries come in. And they say, here they come, open the gates. We stand here on the earth, and we see Jesus from afar, and we say, open up. The King of glory is coming. So release a sound. Release a word. Release a song. Let your voice be heard. Pray in the Spirit. If you don't have words, pray in the Spirit. The Lord is being very gracious with us right now. And He's saying, I want many, many, many of us to make a sound. He wants many, many, many of us to make a sound. And so He's being very gracious and waiting for us to stand and make a sound. Continue making a sound. Like I said, the Lord is being very gracious right now and waiting. He's hovering over. The Holy Spirit is hovering over, waiting for the people to make a sound. Don't worry about being louder than anyone next to you. Just focus on you making a sound and letting it come out of your mouth. We want to advance this one more level. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask something really weird here. I'm going to ask the musicians to all just stop playing. And let's just raise our voices to the Lord. Oh, Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Glory to God. Glory. Glory. Jesus is Lord. He is Lord over all. He is Lord. He has risen. He has risen. He has conquered death. He has conquered the grave. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. He is Lord. Glory, 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 glory to God. Your Lord, your Lord, your grace. You are Lord, Lord. You are high, you are lifted up. Lord, we exalt you above all else. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you, Lord. We raise you up. We exalt your name. We exalt your name, O Lord. We lift you up. We exalt your name, O Lord. For 40 days, a group of people gathered together in the upper room, praising and worshiping God. 
waiting for the promise of Jesus waiting and waiting and crying out and praying and waiting when will it come I feel a dawn arising I feel the dawn arising this is a new day for the Holy Spirit shall come and he shall light you with fire and with power this is a new day let your voice be heard in heaven this is a new day let faith arise let faith arise Do we believe that? Do we believe he consumes all things? Let faith arise. Consuming fire. I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about Jesus. See, I think we look at Jesus and we see something beyond flesh and bones. But he contains the Spirit of God, so it's amazing. But what we have to realize is that Jesus, a man, came to the earth. And a man walked on the earth. And a man faced trials, temptations, far greater than anything that any of us have ever faced. And yet he stood firm. And then it came that people hated him so much that they decided to kill him as if a means to shut him up. And you know what the enemy soon found out is that that was impossible. Yet there's more, and because we usually stop there, I want to talk about the more. You see, Jesus has flesh and bones like you and me. He rose from the dead and was able to breathe and walk once again. One day we will die and we will become dust and our spirit will go to see God. And we will be with God and we will be given a new body. But Jesus has the same body. You see, he walked so closely with the spirit of God that he was able to ascend to heaven. He was able to ascend to heaven and right now as we sit here in this room he stands beside the consuming fire and he is not consumed listen 
There's a revelation about Jesus and His body that can be had right now. Three men once stood against a king. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they stood against a king. And he said, because you stand against me, I shall put you in the consuming fire. And the three men were brought before the furnace. And as the doors opened, it consumed the guards. Yet into the midst they were thrown. Into the midst of the consuming fire, they stood and were not touched. Which spirit do we have? Who is our king? God, release the revelation of the man Jesus that stands with you, the consuming fire, and is not consumed. Release the vision. Release the revelation. Release the revelation, oh God. Release the revelation. We receive who you are. I receive that you are a man standing in the midst of God. How, how, how? There is one that was found worthy. We're dancing around the revelation of this. I can feel it. We want to see. We want to see the king exalted on high, seated at the right hand of the Father. Picture him now seated beside the consuming fire. In Hebrews it says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on the earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Our view of this is about to be shaken. I speak now that the view of heaven, the view of the Godhead, the view of the Holy Spirit, the view of the validity of the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven is about to be shifted in the earth. And I feel a deep burden now because God is longing, His heart is longing for a people that would stand in this kingdom that would carry this kingdom yet what he has to do is shake things he must shake things loose and how long have we avoided the shaking how long have we avoided the strong word do you see when God releases a word it's strong And it continues forever. He said, let there be light. 
And as he said, let there be light, light was created. But do you know that that has never stopped moving? We know that the universe is constantly expanding. Stars and planets and light and solar systems are being created right now. Because his word does not return void. When it goes forth, it goes and it never stops. And he's looking for people that will ride the wave of the first speaking. He's looking for a people that will ride the wave of the word. Who will be the ones that get up and stand on the wave of the word as it goes forth through all eternity? I'm saying the shifting is taking place in the world. Yes, you've seen manifestations of darkness, but the manifestations of the word are far greater. Oh God. And I see right now the verse that says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. There is a sin that is far greater. And Jesus himself points it out. Never grieve the Holy Spirit. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For right now the Holy Spirit is tugging on the heartstrings of our very depths. I can feel it in me. And he's pulling on something and he says, do not refuse. I'm about to reveal something to you that will set you free. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. If you feel the grating inside of yourself, if you feel the tension inside of yourself, that is the Holy Spirit's hand at work. Do not refuse Him who speaks. For He is about to reveal an opening that is about to be made in you. And I can see it now that the picture of the stone over the tomb of Jesus is a sign. It is a sign for the gatekeepers. It is a sign for those that are meant to release and open up the glory that comes from above. Because there's been stones laid over the heart. There's been stones laid over the heart. And we've embraced them and let them seal. But the Lord says right now that my spirit is coming and he's identifying the stones. And yet he says, who will be the one that will open up? Who will be the ones that open up? Some of you agree very strongly with this. Yet right now he's touching on the very thing that you didn't want to hear. The very thing you didn't want to hear is being spoken to you. And the Lord says, do not refuse him who speaks. I can see many things which I won't 
openly say, but I'm saying right now that each one of you, there's something that's being spoken. Do not refuse him who speaks. In Hebrews it says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Do not refuse him who speaks. Do not refuse him who speaks. There's some in this room that God is asking for more from. And it's not just more time or more events or more. It's more of the stones to be rolled away. And right now, if you know that's you and God is speaking to you about the stones in your heart, do something. Fall to your knees or stand or shout or release something because God wants to release more to you. See, we're a people that says, well, prove yourself to me, then I'll move. Pay me first, then I'll move. Do something good for me, then I'll move. Or, But God has promised something to you if you will move. If you will move, He has promised something that you will be free and able to stand unshaken. Even as the earth shakes around you, you will be unshaken. It requires a movement. That is why he came time and time again this morning about releasing a sound. Because there's something in us, even ones that are very good at releasing a sound, that don't want to release a sound. There's something in us that resists the very command. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. And the command is, will you open yourself to a place that I can actually work? See, we've watched things happen time and time again. We've watched things happen. We watch the resurrection, but God wants you to enter into the resurrection. Do not refuse him who speaks. And he's coming and he's laying an axe to the root. Not to damage you, not to hurt you, but to set you free. Let your spirit be caught in this sound right now. I'm telling you, a new dawn is coming. Something is about to be released. Do not refuse him who speaks. He's trying to deposit something. Seeds falling from heaven. Trillions and trillions of seeds falling from heaven. Will they find good ground? Only the ones that have the stone rolled away will see the fruit come. Do not refuse him who speaks. We invite the
the new day. We invite the new sound. Everybody, everybody. Everyone in this place right now, invite the Holy Spirit. Invite Him now. Everybody, everybody. Everyone invite Him. Say it. I invite you, Holy Spirit, into my heart. Do not refuse Him who speaks. We invite you. We welcome you. We do not refuse you who speaks from heaven. Speak your word. Speak your word. Declare your word to us. We receive your word. We receive your planting. We receive your truth. Everybody, receive him. We receive you. We receive you. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Why? Because our God is a consuming fire. He shall not be mocked. He shall not be trodden upon. We invite the consuming fire into our lives. We invite the consuming fire into our region. In fact, we welcome it. We welcome it. We welcome you. There's such a revelation in this. We, we like to think of God as being God of love, and He is, completely and totally. That's what He is. But He's also a God who is holy, who is completely holy. And His holiness actually can't tolerate sin. It can't. His holiness cannot tolerate sin. And so on the one hand, you have this God who is love, who is the epitome, the definition of love. And everything that he does, he does from love. That's, that's what he does. And at the same time, you have this God who is utterly holy. And anything unholy is completely, it, 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 it goes such against his character. He cannot, he cannot put up with it in any way. And this is where we get our Easter from. Because His holiness demands holiness. And yet His love demanded a way that we could actually become worthy in His holiness. And so He sends Himself. He Himself becomes man in order that His love can triumph and provide a way that covers our sin and allows us 
to participate with him directly right beside him in his holiness without being completely unmade and his consuming fire what happens is Jesus in us covers and allows those things to sort of get burned off in a way that we can actually uh, uh, I, I don't know put up with you know at a speed that we can uh, actually not be unmade in his incredible love do you realize you know, that the, the whole point of Jesus, the whole salvation message, the whole process that, G, that, that God took the earth through for, for 4,000 years from Adam until, until Jesus was to bring about this ability for us to enter in to his holiness without being utterly destroyed. And Jesse's right, because today, where we let Jesus work on us, where we let him in, where he let him cover, where we accept his forgiveness, where we walk in that, we can, in fact, abide with God in his holiness. And I'll tell you, where we don't, no more needs to be said. And so this morning, I think that the, the message that Jesse's been so, so clearly articulating is as he puts his finger on that stuff that he wants to burn out, those are the things, those are the things. As he puts his finger, as you hear his voice, we release those things to him and he burns them right out of us. And this, this is like surgery. This is not pain for pain's sake. This is not punishment. This is not judgment. This is surgery. And it, and it removes those things as we listen to his voice, as we let them go. And it's actually all because of his love, because of him wanting restored relationship. And so, uh, you know, just the revelation, Jess, uh, you know, I, I just felt really that, that we understand that it's actually due to his love that he's calling these things out. There is no question in me that he loves me. None. There's not a doubt. It's how me personally, I've been able to invite that fire. It isn't to, I'm not bragging right now, I'm just saying, what has set me apart? What has brought me up over the last eight or nine years of being here has been me willing to walk into the fire. That's it. And how have I been able to do that? Because I know he loves me. It is not a question. It is not a doubt in my mind. I know he does. Yes, I've made tremendous mistakes. Yes, I've made evil errors. Wickedness has poured from my heart. Black slime of filth has come and hit other people. I admit, yet I know he loves me. And so I do not question when his fire comes, for I know it is from a place of love. See, what he promises is beauty out of the ashes. I've experienced so many ashes in my life that for a while I was drowning in them, it felt like. But one day, something started to poke through. Something green and bright. Something alive and well. 
And what poked through was what the tree that the Lord had planted. And he said, now is the time for it to come forth. And I can look around this room and I can see buds forming on the trees. But if you look at the ones that are really bearing something amazing, if you look at the ones that are really pouring forth amazing fruit, it's because for maybe years, ashes have come and purified something in their hearts. And this new dawn I'm seeing, I, I, I spoke in January and I prophesied this is the year of turning. And it was... I hadn't listened to anything, but people sent me articles and videos of other prophetic people saying essentially the same thing. This is a year of turning. And the way I saw it and the way many others did, it was the ground being turned over. If you've been to Guatemala, you know that you wake up in the morning and there's something like snow falling from the sky and it's ash. Because they're burning away the old, the chaff, the things that just will suck the nutrients out of the ground that must be purified. Because they hate the ground? No, because they love it. And they know that to feed ourselves, to sustain ourselves, we must light fire to what remains. The leftovers. So we invite the consuming fire. Who would like to invite the consuming fire? Holy Spirit. I pray that we do not refuse you who speaks to us constantly guiding and steering us. Let us be so sensitive to the slightest wind that blows. Yet make us bold to ride in the deepest and the strongest of storms and be at peace. Cause me to stand with my feet, my feet firmly planted and let me make a sound, a cry, a cheer, a shout, a praise, an adoration, something that would come from within me, deep within me, and let it affect creation. We ourselves have been created. We ourselves have been given dominion over the earth. And so we release the sound that causes life to come from the ashes. Life to come from the ashes. It is finished. Life to come from the ashes. Whatever the enemy meant for evil, God has turned for good. Life from the ashes. Where you thought you couldn't recover. Life from the ashes. Let the dawn of a new day strike you. 
strike you. One more time. Let's release our sound. Everyone. Stand together. Revere God. Revere God. We worship you. His name. Lift up a sound, oh ye people. He loves this. He loves this. Why do you think he created angels and beings to worship him day and night? Because he loves it. And so he creates a people that have their own will, their own decision, their own choice. And they worship him like the ones he created. He loves it. He loves it. I tell you, there's nothing that pleases his heart more than a heart of a person given to him. It says, it says he came to his own and his own didn't receive him. Well, sucks to be them. But we are those who receive him. And we say this morning, Lord, we are those who receive you. In all of your resurrection strength, all of your resurrection life, in all that you are, Christ, we receive you. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. And he said that before he died, not after. He was always the resurrection life. When he walked up to John and said, baptize me, he was already walking in resurrection life. And so we receive you this morning, Christ. In this building you are received. We receive you with open hearts, with open lives, with open minds, with open lives. We receive you this morning, Christ. I understand the sentiment sucks to be you, but God, that you would reveal yourself to your people. God, that you would reveal yourself to your children, Israel. God, that their eyes would be open and their hearts would be open to receive the Son of God, the Son of God, the living God. Oh, that their eyes would be open to the true Messiah. Oh, God, that they would receive you fully with their whole hearts. Unlock, unlock their eyes to see, oh God, Messiah, Jesus, Messiah, Jesus. Amen. 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 Father, this day, around the world, billions of believers are celebrating an empty tomb and a risen Savior. We're celebrating the first one who overcame. We call to mind the salvation of our God. We call to mind that He was the firstborn of many. We call to mind 
that he has opened a way for many more to follow. And so in the name of Jesus, we lay aside the lesser things and we embrace the spirit of the living God to make us a new creation that does not quit, does not stop, does not lay down and die. In Jesus' name, we embrace the living Spirit of God poured out after the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And God, we choose to not be lukewarm, half-hearted. We choose to not be partially committed. We choose to disengage from the things of the world, the sins that so easily entangle, the concerns and the thorns that Jesus talked about in his parable. And I pray in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, that you would release the spirit of zeal to overcome. In Jesus' name, to love the Lord God at full throttle to love people at full throttle, to trust for the gas tank to be refilled in Jesus' name. By faith, Lord, I release an overcoming spirit that overrules cancer, it overrules sickness, it overrules strongholds, it shatters the teeth of the enemy, it routes the adversaries of God. I release the overcoming spirit that defies unbelief and defies witchcraft. It defies the prevailing mindset portrayed in the media. An overcoming spirit that says, actually, you're going to back down because the living God is about to show up in my life. A people who believe in the kingdom of God. A people who step into the area of risk. A people who believe the word of God is real and cannot be stopped. So for those specifically that are standing, if this is what you're praying, then here is your response. This is who I am. So yes, Father, we agree. This is our path. We are all in. We are overcomers in the name of Jesus. By the power of the blood, we are overcomers.